This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And let's get it going. Look, I'm just trying to be alright with it, yeah I'm just trying to be alright with it, yeah I'm just trying to see the light in it I think we should take a ride with it I'm just trying to spend the night with it, yeah I just want to be alright with it, yeah That was about as frustrating as a loss as it gets for the Celtics I mean, you know Ty, you and I were talking before Tatum went to the basket, I'm out of bio And about how Tatum pulled up from three right to to uh at the end of regulation and you're like he doesn't have a move well he got by butler to get to the hole and then he gets stuffed by Adebayo. if that happened at the end of regulation that would have been a little less frustrating because at least he went for a better shot but now do you look at that three-point shot at the end of regulation from tatum a little bit differently no i mean like that's the only move he's confident in is shaking a guy and getting him to fall asleep and shoot a three i feel like he can get to the rim at will almost every time it's a matter of getting by the help defender and not getting stripped. Like that's his key is that happens way too much with him. And I feel like he kind of falls in love or gets way too confident or content, whatever phrase you want to use with mm-hmm. that step back jumper. And it's predictable, but that's not why they lost tonight. Like, I don't want to make that the reason why they lost tonight. Like they lost no, tonight because they, they, can't, they can't close in the fourth quarter. I, I don't get why they can't close in the fourth quarter. They have great ball movement throughout the whole game. And Brad Stevens, who I'm, I'm sorry, like he's a, co- a coaching genius according to everybody, but why are we calling ISOs in, in late shot clock situations? Like just literally, literally ISOs, no high ball screen, nothing. Just ISO. Mm-hmm. Basic yeah, ass thought, thought- play. Like, Matt, you're a coach. Like that's as simple as play call. But like what did you think of the play calls down the stretch? It was like they had great ball movement throughout the game. And then when it in crunch time, they don't do that anymore. It was honestly the last five minutes of fourth quarter was the most frustrating basketball I've ever watched in my life. <laughs> I, I thought I was watching the Rockets. That's what I thought I was watching. It was guys standing around, one guy dribbling for twenty four seconds. Mm-hmm. It was it was it was honestly embarrassing. It was embarrassing that this was the team that I like that I was watching. But then in overtime starts, and all of a sudden, the first two possessions, they're moving the ball again. It's like. All you had to do is that for the last five minutes. You're up ten. Mm-hmm. You if you can't close a game up ten in the fourth quarter, I'm sorry, you ain't you're not getting to the NBA finals. You're just not. Yeah, I mean, this is a huge step back in the this is a huge setback, I would say, for them. I don't think it's one that's necessarily gonna dictate the series. I'm not I don't think it's gonna turn into a five-game series like Ty thought. Um obviously you, you thought the Celtics were gonna go and win it in five games. But I look at Kemba right now. We talked about him uh for our preview the other day. Coming into this night, we need to see more out of him. And I'm seeing times where Goran Dragic has given given him the business on the defensive end. And, I, I mean, Kemba should be able to do that. If he's feeling good, like Brad Stevens says he was, uh, you know, after the the uh, after game seven, 
then why is he having so much trouble like he is? And it's, it's not just getting by guys necessarily. It's also his, his three-point shooting. Tonight, he went one for nine. I mean, he went six for seven from the free throw line. Fine. But right now, I mean, Matt, who played better in this game? Brad Wanamaker or Kemba Walker? Wanamaker. I needed to hear you say it, not Ty. I not. <laughs> so he, he did. I, and Kemba, Kemba, Brad played well, but still, Kemba should, should be out playing no matter what. I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, Kemba hit the to me what should have been the game-winning shot. But you know, like Ty said, they can't close on either end. Tatum couldn't get a stop against Jimmy Butler. I mean, he made a tough shot, but like, I don't know, it was just so predictable. Jimmy, well, why are you getting beat off the dribble? Let him shoot a jump shot. The dude shoots like under thirty percent from three. Like, he wants oh, a foul just... call. He's gonna go to the rim every time. It should be predictable, like you said. You should know what he's gonna do. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I know it sucks. Is like people say Jalen Brown didn't have a great game. Jalen Brown made actually really good plays throughout the game, like subtle plays, like a, a tip rebound. He got a, he got yeah, a rebound at one point for an extra possession. He got a tip rebound for a bucket, but you can't. I, the problem is, is the coach, like, yo, involve him in any of the art. He stood in the corner for four minutes. Mm-hmm. I thought Jimmy looked that's J- unacceptable. It's unacceptable. You know what? There was a certain point where it seemed like every time down the floor, he's just hanging out in the corner. I don't. I I was surprised by it. And, and look, we we said it in the the Raptors series. I know I said it at least that night that he goes uh, he goes one for six. Um, or was it? Yeah, it was Jalen Brown that went two for twelve. I think it was from the floor, and everyone went one for six or something something along those lines, right? Tonight he goes three for four from three. I'm sorry if you're shooting if that's Marcus Smart and he's shooting that well, like we saw. You're going to keep jacking up threes. Marcus Smart went six for thirteen from three. Great, you know he had a good night and everything. He made if, if not for him, they don't. Ha- they're not in this game because Kemba, you know, fell asleep. But Kemba one for nine. I don't understand this. Where I, I, I have no problem with guys shooting through their their problems, but when you're shooting well, you know Tatum does it. Just keep shooting. Why are we not trying to find Jalen Brown more? He made he made he had his moments, Matt, throughout the game. I think he could have had a greater impact, but. But that was that was really like I just don't, I don't know why he's not looking for his offense a little bit more too personally. It's just there's a lot. I think there's a lot of points of frustrations in this loss. You want to hear a great quote from Maddie Johnson just now? He just what? tweeted out: "Bam Adebayo's block on Jason Tatum was the best defensive play I've ever seen in the playoffs." It it was pretty impressive. I won't lie. Yeah, it was. That was it was really. It nice was like get you off your seat. Like wow. Yeah, I can't believe I just saw that. I can't. I that was one of. The, I mean, he's not. I don't know if it's the best ever. I mean, Magic would probably know better than us. But there's probably some recency bias. But I can't I mean, remember the, the LeBron block against Golden State in Game Seven. Game Seven. Was, <laughs> yeah. I mean that that's got to be the best defense play I've ever seen. But I mean, I was. I see. Like I agree with Nick. You're taking the. That's what Tatum should have done in the fourth quarter. Yes. At the, at the like, if that's what happens, you get blocked, so be it. But mm-hmm. I don't know. To dribble the ball for 22 seconds and take a three like that, you put no pressure on the officials, you put no pressure on the defense, and four guys stood around. I don't know. I just don't like that. Because you know what? I know guys like, you know, like guys who are closers, the, you know, the MJs, the coach, that, that's not the shot they would have taken. Mm-mm. Nope. Not when you're up. Not when you're up. I'm sorry, when it's uh, when it's an even game at that point, what's the risk? I mean, you you're waiting last second, anyways. What at worst they poke it from you and then they get a three quarters court shot? Oh no! I mean, I, 
I, I, I know what you're saying, Ty. Like when you look at it and he's not confident in it, and that's a problem in itself. Like if, if he's not confident in going to the rim at the end of the game where he's a guy who's supposed to get calls, that's an issue too. But clearly he showed he can get by Jimmy Butler. He's confident enough to do it. Bam Adebayo just made it a, an all-time play. No matter what, that's an all-time play at the rim. Where is that in regulation? I, I would like I would have liked them to run some type of action to get like Tatum the ball in like a in like the mid post area. So, at least all right. And if he does, if they double him, at least you're creating offense. Now you're probably going to get a better looking shot if he if he dishes it out. But like mm-hmm. to dribble it one you know one one on one with all five guys in the Heat locked and loaded on defense and taking that shot just doesn't make any sense. Like run some type of action to get guys in a position to score. Mm-hmm. I, don't know, know. I I just thought it was I just thought it was really bad poor coaching. Like I find it interesting, Ty, that that's the no, first I'm... thing that gets that first thing that gets touched on by you is the is the poor coaching out of Brad Stevens. When yesterday you're giving me heat, pun not intended, for saying that Eric Spolstra is going to outcoach Brad Stevens in this series in Game One, who was a superior coach. We don't make one game sample sizes and judgments. I'm just saying. I'm just, it's one. It's, I'm just saying. In game one, who was right? I was. I mean, uh, yeah, I won't, I'm going to make you It's fine. Game one, you were right, I guess. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. I, I, I haven't reviewed the tape yet, so I can't. I can't make. I think we all. I think we all know based on the gut reactions. We're all on the same page. I think we can trust our guts. But more importantly, as much as we don't, we're not, this isn't necessarily a one-game uh, knee-jerk reaction. But and again, pun not intended. But with Kemba Walker, what's going on with him? Ty, where do you stand? Because I know Lou um, was very vocal about, uh, or on Twitter at least, about how Kemba looked. And I, obviously, we're all down. But where do you stand on him going forward after Game One? He stinks right now. His his three point shots not there. He's missing left and right. I think Scal actually talked about it at halftime on NBC Sports Boston that like he he's missing left and right, and that's something you never see out of him. So that's concerning. I don't know if it's just I don't know if he's hurt. I don't know if he's got no confidence in his shot. I don't know what it is. He's, he's, he's just, in the he's rim, just, flailing around. Yeah, he does just pounds the rock too much without actually oh, doing gosh. anything. Like. Pass the ball if you're just going to do that, bro. Like, take two dribbles and make a move. There should be a dribble limit on Kemba. Like, you, Matt, yes. you do it all the time in practice. Like, give this yes. guy give this guy a dribble limit because he just takes three, four, five, and then he'll move. Like, you just wasted six seconds before you did anything with the ball. You yep. had 24 seconds. You, should, you wasted a quarter of the shot clock. I mean, my question, Ty, is, like, maybe I just haven't really noticed. Like, I don't know. Watching Kemba throughout the year, I've never seen – I was more frustrated with him tonight than I've ever been – but I don't think I've ever seen him dribble that many times to like try to get offense. I don't know if something what's what's up. Maybe the Heat are playing good D. I don't know what it is, but I've never seen him dribble the crap out of the ball like he did tonight. It was it was like mind blowing. I didn't understand it. I felt like in the first half of the game he wasn't going to that mid range step back. Like even in that uh, Toronto series, he wasn't going to that mid range step back shot like that much. Only in crunch time. In the in the second half, he was doing yeah. In crunch time, he was doing it. In the second half of this game, he was doing it. So I don't know if that's a move where like it actually like hurts his knee to do it. Like he, it, that's his go to money move. Like mm-hmm. go to it when you're struggling. I don't. He wasn't going to it until it mattered. It like in this game. So. That's something to keep an eye on is, like, why can't he find his shot? Just to find an, Even on open shots, he's missing threes, like, not even close. Right. So, I mean, he's the key to the series. But I think the reason why I picked five is because, like, look at the, the series, the game tonight. You had Tatum and Marcus Smart play well. You got nothing really from Kemba. And Jalen Brown offensively didn't really do a whole lot. He, he 
didn't shoot a great percentage, 17 points, whatever. But you only had two of your big four that's available go off. So you get a different big two and, you know, Kemba and Jalen or Jalen and Jason to go off. They win this game. Like they should have blown out this team by 20. They were up by a dozen, like three or four different times. Yep. Yeah, I, was it 11 at uh, going into the fourth quarter, Matt? I think it yeah. was. Yeah, yeah, it was 12. Well, and they, they, but they, they came out with no sense of urgency. It was the same, it was the same, you know, bullshit. It just, I, I, I what makes me nervous is I just don't, like uh, losing a game like this, I don't think determines who wins the series. But I, it's concerning because, like Ty said, they just don't know how to close out a game. It, it just seems like because up ten in the fourth, you close that, or <laughs> up whatever they were with two minutes to go, you close that, and right. they were up in overtime and they and they blew that. So it's just like I don't know. I just they never like seem to make the right plays to build momentum to 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 just step on someone's neck and close them out. You know what I'm saying? I agree with you a thousand percent. But and the other quarter I'm looking at too specifically for Kemba going into this next game, he's it seems like in all these games where he's struggled, because there have been a few games where he's done fine throughout the postseason, but more of late, obviously he's had troubles. He in the first quarter, it's like he's not shooting at all. He's not he's not getting up shots or he's not he can't find his offense, whatever it is, not looking for it. I want to see what that looks like in this next game. Is he going to come out more aggressive? Is he going to come out, try and show like, hey, I'm fine. I just had an off night, whatever. Because if he doesn't, at this point with how much he's struggling, guys, I, I don't know how I can have faith in him after that, you know, after what we saw tonight, if he repeats that first quarter performance again, because he's just not doing anything then. If you're not going to do it in the fourth quarter, you got to come out, you know, throwing punches or something. Well, you go back to the Raptors series. It was like game four or game five where they lost, and he said, like, I'll never be that like I'll never be that conservative again in terms of my aggression. And the next game, he was the same. He wasn't able to find his offense, and he's still not able to find his offense. Mm-hmm. I think this is like this is we've seen enough of Kemba in the last three, four, five games to know that him struggling to find his offense is not gonna change overnight or to game two. Like mm-hmm. this is who he is. I, I, I think I have no evidence. I've never like seen him before, like really this season. I've never watched him in Charlotte besides highlights. Shocker. He might be hurt. He might be hurt. Like right. he's, he's not playing to the Kemba that we all know and expect. So like he's not able to find his offense, which has never happened to him. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't know how else to explain it. He has his certain moves that he normally goes to. Is a great point. He has his moves that he goes to, particularly his step back mid range jumper. He's not doing it a lot. Why isn't he doing it? He can still he can still do it once in a while. He's doing it in crunch time. That you're probably right. There's you because guys are usually playing through shit no matter what. It's just how severe is it. And we know with Kemba, if his knee's bugging him, it's pretty severe. So I, I think I think you're right on there with that. Um, do you guys, Matt? Do you have anything before we uh, before we wrap things up? They better win game two. Yeah, otherwise, I think it'd be a wrap. Well, I mean, but that's it. We could have said, the, you know, in the Raptors series, we thought the Raptors were done, you know, after the Celtics had won two games, right? I just, I just think that he, I really like the way that he played mm-hmm. like, offensively, everything, and, and defensively. I just think they're they tough. No I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if you can spot them a two, two game series lead. I, obviously, obviously, you can't say it's definitely over. I'm just saying I, I think it'd be too big of a hole. Right, but they, yep. they, they didn't have Duncan Robinson tonight either. He was at 19 minutes. That was it, two of seven from the floor. Well, like I said, I think he Duncan's going to struggle in this series, not offensively, but defensively, because they're going to go after him. That's what they did. I mean, he got in foul trouble. That's why he was out. But one of the few yeah, things, they they play him. yeah, one of the few things they did tonight. Wanamaker played well. Smart played well for the most part. Um, but Ty, do you have any other thoughts heading into game two? 
I think the biggest thing, the whole, the most important player in this whole series is Kemba Walker. Not even just offensively, they still continue to pick on him defensively. Like Dragic was going at him. Whenever Jimmy Butler got switched on Kemba, he was going at him. So I don't know. I think Kemba's really got to pick it up on both ends of the court for this team to win in Game Two. And man, I totally agree with you. If they don't win in Game Two, you might as well think you might as well call the series a wrap. Like I know I said this was a series in five games in favor of the Celtics because they have way more talent like it's just it's so frustrating to like you guys keep saying it's so frustrating to watch this team because they're not putting that together right they have so much talent they're clearly more talented than miami is yes and they're not they're they're choking a 12.4 quarter lead like that just can't happen in the playoffs yeah i i I think at the end of the day sometimes i have to tell like i tell myself because i get frustrated with like tatum and and the stuff he does and he's 22 years old like I mean, this is stuff you got to learn. Like, he's got to learn. You got to learn how to close games and, like, the shots you take and when you take them and stuff like that. So, I mean, I just I, – I think in the second game, it's this is a big game because I think, to me, they, they blew that game. So, how do you come out and respond to game two? It says a lot about your team. So, I, I have faith in them. I don't think they're going to lose. I think they win game two. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Because I just think that's their makeup of their team. They, they, they're pretty – Connected and all that stuff. So I, I think they'll respond, but this was a tough game to watch. One last thing. We got a question or a question in the chat, or I guess a take. Uh, this is from Julie V. Matt's guy. Watermaker might have played himself, it play, played his way into a max contract from the Knicks another <laughs> decade. Just wanted to throw that out there. So that's probably true. Yeah, probably. All right. We will talk. Uh, game two is at seven, not the normal 6 30 time. So we will talk to you live on Thursday. What it do, baby? Yeah, you already know. I'm just trying to be all right with it. Yeah. I'm just trying to be all right with it. Yeah. I'm just trying to see the light in it. I think we should take a ride with it. Yeah. I'm just trying to spend the night with it. Yeah. I just want to be all right with it. I'm just trying to see the light in it. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.